0: And thank you for tuning in to Spirituality, A Medium's Perspective. I am your host, medium and human, Jilly. And today I'm going to be talking to you guys about self-empowerment on the journey through life. Before I jump into today's topic, I just wanted to talk briefly about this podcast. Um, So it's a bit of a baby project for me. It's something that I started to um, strictly just to creatively express myself and to also get my expressions, my thoughts, and the words I have to say out to people's ears who will listen. Um, If you listened to my previous uh, episode on grief and bereavement, you will notice that there is a large chunk of time between that episode and this episode. I wanted to just share and talk about for just a quick moment um, kind of what's been going on for me. So my hope is to touch a little bit on mental and emotional care and how you should always seek to put your peace before your productivity in this world. I've learned that the hard way the last few months. I have slowly transitioned my life to be less on a structure that's connected to other people and more on my own structure, Um, and that would look like... Working less for other people and working more for myself and my own creative expressions in this life. Um, I just wanted to touch on something I realized that it's incredibly important to put your own peace and health before productivity. It's an investment in yourself, it's an investment in what you will end up creating and producing in the future. And more importantly, you are not a machine and you are not meant to. Just pump things out into this world, whether they are creative or not. You are a being who is here to live and be and do. I have found a bit of balance between being and doing, and the brief hiatus between episodes is evidence of the balance I have been finding between being and doing. So I just wanted to say. Thank you to all of my friends and families and even strangers who might be listening who were patient (laughs) to hear what else I had to say, who are patiently waiting as I dove deep into the depths of my own being to come back up for air and now I'm able to speak and express myself once more in this wonderful creative project that i started for myself just a few months ago so thank you so much for listening and following along and i hope that you enjoy this episode it's a very personal episode for me as i usually talk about the things that i am just learning and experiencing myself so i hope that you resonate from a place of peace within yourself, and that my words uplift and hopefully inspire you as you move forward on your path. So with that being said, I want to jump right into the topic I'm going to be talking about today, which is self-empowerment on the journey through life. And in order to feel self-empowered on this journey through life, it involves a lot of acceptance, acceptance of what we don't know and what we cannot control. I used to think that I knew everything or at least that I could figure everything out. I assumed that because I was self-aware and because I had sensitivities to things outside of me, I was able to perceive more than maybe what I could have perceived, um, to get me ahead of the game. Maybe it's a medium thing. Maybe it's a Jilly thing. Maybe there are people who are listening who resonate. Maybe you don't resonate, but I've definitely lived my life up until this point, wholeheartedly believing that I could figure everything out and navigate this journey in the like least painful, horrible, suffering way and that's just not true and a lot of finding my self-empowerment involves accepting for me personally that I cannot control things I cannot know things and I cannot figure these things out with my brain or with my psychic abilities It's very important to me at the stage in life that I'm in now that I recognize that my spiritual being parts, the parts of me that are highly intuitive, that are interconnected in ways that transcend the physical world. My spiritual being parts want to understand everything. They want to be in the know. They want to figure it out. Maybe those parts of me want to avoid pain or suffering. Maybe they want to avoid mistakes or disappointment. Maybe they want to avoid things that I make the mistake of believing are or are not meant for me when the reality is I just don't know and it's hard to accept that because it involves a certain degree of surrender which is what I believe the human journey is truly rooted in. Surrendering to what we can't know for sure, but what we can find out through our experience. So we may not be able to have all of the answers. We may not be able to enter something completely understanding how it's going to turn out. We might not even be able to figure out a lot of what we're moving through while we're in it, or sometimes even after. But we can feel our way through the experience And through feeling our way through, we might be able to understand ourselves, which is where we're going to find those answers that we're looking for. We're not going to be able to figure things out with our brain, with our logic, or even just with observation. We have to feel things and integrate those feelings to understand our experience and to understand ourselves. And when we understand our experience and ourself, we find our personal truth. And that is what gives us the answers to what we're looking for. The thing with being present in the moment and feeling your way through to find these answers is that you will oftentimes find them way after you have experienced what you've experienced. So I think we can all just say... We don't know anything, and being human here on Earth oftentimes means surrendering to that fact, which means surrendering to the fact that we must move forward without having all the answers, without knowing the best course of action, and sometimes without even knowing what's going on. And that's part of the journey of self-empowerment, because accepting that Part of our experience and accepting the role we play in that, or more so surrendering to the role we play in our experience, it frees us from trying to control things that we were never meant to control and that we were never meant to know. And now, this serves as the perfect segue into the next thing I wanted to talk about, which is my headlight analogy. This is one of the first analogies that I came up with on my spiritual journey to help both myself and um, some loved ones in my life who I noticed were also kind of experiencing the same discomfort from the unknowns ahead of them, from the journey that's kind of hidden a little bit or concealed, um, and especially from the inability to control the journey ahead of us. Because if we don't know it, and we're not in it yet we can't control it so i came up with this analogy which i named the headlight analogy so in life we are all just in a car driving around and we are on a dark desert road there are no street lamps there are no other cars or headlights and there are no businesses or buildings to light up the surrounding areas the street and the road ahead of you completely pitch black and you are only able to see the road that's directly in front of your car that's lit up by the lamps in your headlights so you have a destination in mind and it might be really really far away from where you are it might be on the other side of the country you never know it's a destination and you've set your GPS to get you there Your destination could be a goal or an intention that you have for yourself in life. So for me, for example, I have the goal and intention of finding a happy, healthy partnership in life. So that is my destination that I've entered into my GPS. And like I said, these roads are pitch black. You cannot see a thing. It is so dark All you've got are the lights from your stereo and your dashboard and the headlights that shine out, I don't know, a few feet, like eight feet maybe (laughs) in front of your car. So you might not exactly be able to see the entire road that leads to your destination. In fact, you couldn't even if it was bright and sunny out, you would still only see a certain amount of road in front of you, right? You wouldn't see the entire road that takes you to your destination, So you're in this car and you're driving and all you've got is the road in front of you. That's all you've got. If there was something 200, 300 feet ahead of you, you won't see it yet. If there's something half a mile or a mile ahead of you, you won't see it yet. All you've got in your vision is the road that's unfolding directly in front of you the road that your tire is just milliseconds away from running over, the road that your eyes look onto so quickly before they are pulled under your car and spit out behind you. All you have is what's directly in front of you and that's all you can see. But you have your GPS on and you know that when you're supposed to make a turn or you're, you need to make a stop for gas, or you've got to use the bathroom, you're going to be alerted to it. You're going to know that you need to stop, that you need to turn, that you need to change course, because your GPS is going to tell you. And your GPS is internal. It's your internal compass, your intuitive guide within you, as well as your intuitive experiences from without you that guide you. So your GPS knows where you're going, it's got the destination plugged in, and as we all know from our GPSs, sometimes routes change, accidents happen, quicker routes pop up, traffic flow switches. So we don't really have to become attached to this path that's going to take us to our destination. All we have to do is connect to the place that we want to be in the end. The journey is what takes us there and the journey isn't in our control. Honestly, the destination really isn't either if we're going to think really hard about it. (laughs) But for the purpose of this analogy, you know what you want and you know that you're on your way there. You just don't know how you're going to get there. You know physically how you're in a car and you're moving and you've got gas and snacks and music and you're good to go. But you don't know how the road is going to unfold. And that's really what life shows us, right? That we might know where we wanna go. We might even know the path we wanna take, but we have no idea how the road is gonna unfold before us simply because it is dark and we have no light except for the one that shows us the road unfolding directly before us. So you you have to trust to some degree that as your car moves forward down this path, the light will continue to be ahead of your car. Your light's never going to turn off unless you turn it off yourself. It's never going to die out. It's never going to switch directions. Your light is always going to shine directly onto the road unfolding before you. And the more that you inch forward, the more that you move forward on your path, the more your light moves forward to illuminate the next part. And like I said, this car's old. These lights aren't super bright. They don't shine very far. So you've pretty much just got what's directly in front of you. But I'm here to argue through this analogy that that is all you need. You don't need to see the winding path as it twists through mountains, down hills, and and up into more hills. (laughs) You don't need to know what the path looks like as long as you trust that the road in front of you will not run out. As long as you trust that all the roads, all the paths you're on will lead to something, whether it's a stop sign, a red light, or maybe even a roadblock. All roads lead to somewhere. Every path that unfolds before you is unfolding to lead you somewhere. And you may not know where it's taking you, but you know where you're going to end up and you know what you're going to get from it because that's the destination you put in your GPS so you're driving and you can't see anything in front of you but you begin to trust that as you move forward the headlights on the front of your old car illuminate the road as it opens up for you anything that's directly in your way that might impact your trip immediately that might pop your tire or alarm you or jump out at you like maybe an animal or a hitchhiker You're gonna see them with enough time to change your course of action, to make a new decision, to change your song, to maybe slow down or speed up, to maybe even decide to stop altogether and just gather yourself, maybe even switch courses entirely. But the point of this analogy is that you don't need to know it until it's right in front of you. Because honestly, Every choice we make in each moment changes what lies ahead of us. It changes what we need, who we need, what we're going to learn, what we're going to experience, what we might even feel, who we might run into. Every decision we make changes the way that our path unfolds before us. Just like every little thing that might pop up in front of our car could change the way we take our trip. We could pop a tire, we could blow an engine, you know, anything could happen. But the point is that there's no use to thinking about it or worrying about it when you can't even see the road ahead. Because you might see a huge flaming fire, like miles and miles ahead. You might just be able to see the dimmest, like light burning in the distance with a little bit of smoke and you might automatically think you're about to run right into this fire. But guess what? What you couldn't see from where you were was that the path that you're on actually goes a different way once it gets into those foothills and it actually leads you in the opposite direction of the fire. So you might have spent this entire journey in trepidation of this fire of what's gonna happen when you get there, of what it's gonna cost you, how it's gonna hold you back, what it's gonna change or take away from your trip. But what you didn't think about is the fact that you didn't even know if it was in your path or not. All you did was sniff it. You got a sniff of it. It was ahead of you, but you didn't see its connection to your journey because all you could see were the few several feet directly in front of you, lit up by your headlights. So it's important to keep your mind and your focus on the road that's unfolding directly in front of you, the road where it matters most, where your choices and decisions can change the path, ultimately changing the journey. It's important to keep your attention on the road unfolding directly in front of you, illuminated by just a few feet of light because that's where your power lies that's where you can do things change things create things do things the same way or a different way the moment in front of you where your feet are stepping down directly on the pavement as you move forward that is where your power lies so With that all being said, I now want to talk a little bit about trusting your own journey. Even if your journey asks you to descend into dark, scary deserts where you can't see any of the creatures or the people or the things that might be lurking in the darkness, self-empowerment is not just about accepting our role in life and surrendering to our role it's not just about accepting that we don't know and that we can't see it's also about being courageous and vulnerable enough to keep going even when you can't see even when you don't know even when you don't have it all figured out because if we're being honest with ourselves here the moments where we don't know anything and all we see ahead of us are, is darkness and unknowns, those are the moments when we really do need to empower ourselves to keep going. Those are the moments when we do want to trust the journey and trust what we don't know and what we can't see. And I oftentimes wonder a lot what in humans makes us so desperate to know maybe it's just me or not every human but some of them i just feel like i need to know everything and for me it has to do with control because what i don't know i can't control what i do know i can control for an outcome that i want but that's not what being a human is being a human is literally walking into the pitch black and taking steps forward anyways because you know that the only way to get to where you want to be is to cross through this darkness just like the only way to get from one sunset to a sunrise is to move through the night to move through the darkness and there's a lot of fear in the unknowns, a lot of fear in what we don't know and what we can't control as humans. There's a lot of fear in being such a capable, able human, being an able being who is able to feel things, um, to be intuitive about things, and to still not know. I wonder how many people listening to this have ever wished that somebody outside of them would just give them the way give them the answer tell them what's going to happen so they can dive in or avoid it or even just simply say listen this is how it's going to work this is what needs to happen this is what you should choose and this is the path you should take I think all of us at some point in life have found ourselves in a position where we have wished that someone or something outside of us would just tell us what the heck to do. And there's nothing wrong with desiring that, but it gets to a point, at least with me, where it did more harm than good. Because when I didn't get those answers, because where am I going to get them? (laughs) I was left trying to create my own and as with it and aware and smart as I am, I am still just a human and I'm not meant to know the things that I'm not meant to know. Because let's be real, a lot of life happens and a lot of our path unfolds because we didn't know. If we knew things, we would not choose certain paths. We would not choose certain experiences. If we could choose our experiences like out of a vending machine and one of them was labeled, this is going to hurt a lot, but it's going to benefit you for the rest of your life, would you take that or would you take the bag of chips that says, this is going to be a lot of fun and nothing productive is going to come out of it? I mean, we have all those experiences in life and they're all valid, but we can't constantly choose the rose-colored glasses. We can't constantly choose the fun, good, pleasant, happy, joyful, peaceful times because those just simply don't exist on their own. They are interconnected in contrast with the dark unknown, the painful, the heavy, the scary, the sad... The painful. Did I say painful? (laughs) Painful. And it's hard because I think if we were given the choice, we would avoid all suffering. Why wouldn't we? I mean, ouch. Why would I want to hurt? When I could choose to feel love or pleasure or satisfaction, why would I want to feel disappointment or betrayal or heartbreak? It's only after we feel those difficult things or experience those difficult experiences that we might form a little bit of gratitude. We may never form gratitude for the horrible things that happens to us. That is also okay. If you do find gratitude and purpose in the painful, hard, difficult, or scary things that you experience in life, then... You're not going to find them in the moment. No matter how hard you try, all you're going to see is pain and suffering. And if you were able to choose ahead of time which path to take, nine out of 10 times I know which path I would choose. I know which path I should choose, and I know which path I would want to choose. And they're two different paths. So, my point here is this we're not meant to see what's ahead of us, we're not meant to know what's going to pop up on our path. We're not meant to know what feelings are going to come out of nowhere. What, you know, last minute like serendipitous or spontaneous things are going to happen. We might not even know how we're going to feel when they do. We might assume or think we know, but we don't and we won't. And the fact is that When those headlights shine on the path in front of you and you're in it and it's hard or it's scary or it's painful, well, you just have to keep going until your headlights shine on a part of the road that's more smooth and inviting because there will always be a part of the road that's more smooth and inviting just like there will always be a bump especially when you don't expect it because man, when you're driving fast, those bumps come quick and your headlights catch them just in time for you to prepare for the shock or the change or the like settling of the dust. But those headlights are only going to show you what's in front of you because there's no point to seeing or knowing. I would never want to know if I knew what was coming ahead of me. Okay, let me back up. There are parts of me that are always going to want to know. The parts of me that never want to know are the parts of me that completely understand that if I were to know, I just simply wouldn't choose certain paths or I would go around them or I would choose different paths and there wouldn't be as much fruit in my life because I don't know where the fruit lies. That's it. That's the point. Being honest, I have no idea where the fruit lies on my path. I don't know. But I know I'll spot it when my lights shine upon it. When I see a delicious apple tree, bear with me, on the side of the desert road, just doing amazing and thriving with just juicy, perfect apples I'll stop my freaking car and get out and grab those apples. But if you would have told me, hey, this road's got a shit ton of bumps and you're going to hit your head a lot, but there's an apple tree, I'd be like, what? I'm not taking that road just for that apple tree. Are you kidding me? I'll go buy an apple from the store when I get there. But what if that apple tree was exactly where I was meant to be? And what if my unwillingness to work with the bumps the injuries the unknowns the fears the the darkness what if my unwillingness to move through that kept me from ever finding this apple tree that was just so perfect for my taste buds more perfect than any apple that exists anywhere else That's why we shouldn't know. That's why we don't know. And that's why we won't know. (laughs) Because we're not meant to, you know? We're kind of meant to just take it as it unravels in front of us, just like the headlights. Take in the road, the obstacles, the apple trees that your lights illuminate directly in front of you. And then from that point forward, you just have to trust You have to trust that when all you see is night, when all you see is long, winding desert road, when all you see is dry, arid sand and cacti and rocks and there are no apple trees and there's no oasis and there's no light, you have to trust that at a certain point ahead of you, there will be. And that you don't need it until then. You have what you need to show you what's directly in front of you and everything else ahead of you that your lights are not currently illuminating in this moment. Well, that's just something you need to trust. Something you need to trust that when your lights get there, when you get there and you see it, you'll know what to do. That you don't have to think about it ahead of time. You don't have to know about it. You don't have to plan for it. All you have to do is drive. Let your lights shine on whatever they may fall upon in front of you, and know that what lies directly in front of you, illuminated by your lights, that is what you need to know. That's all you need to know. So, now that brings me to the main topic self empowerment. How do we find power in ourselves on this journey when? It appears that we have no power when we look at external circumstances and other people. If it's true that we have no control over what's not directly in front of us, and if it's true that sometimes we don't have any control over what's directly in front of us, so what do we do? What do we do as humans and spiritual beings that essentially need to feel empowered to feel healthy? or distinguished and independent here on earth? What do we do as these beings who have no way of knowing what's to come and have no way of manipulating or changing the path ahead? Where do we find our power when we have no control or power over what unfolds before us? Well, that's what brings us back to the self Um, part of self-empowerment. The self part of self-empowerment comes from us. It's self-empowerment, right? Speaks for itself. But it's not that easy to understand because we can feel empowered in ourself even when we don't have power over things. We don't have to have power over everything to feel empowered, All we have to have a power over is our internal state, our attitude, our beliefs, our mindset. Sometimes even the way we let emotions move through us or sit in us or affect us or even hide in us. Self-empowerment comes from focusing on the self because anytime that you try to focus on things around you, you might not find power from anything around you from, I mean, you might find power from people or from an inspirational moment or exchange or message. But the real power within you, the power that drives you to create in this world, to create yourself, to express yourself, to create expressions of self, (laughs) everything that empowers you in this world sits within you. You are the only thing you can control. You are the only thing you can know learn about, understand, predict, you are your best shot at feeling control in this world, at feeling empowered within yourself. And when it's true that our journey is most oftentimes concealed from us for very important reasons until we're there or until we're past there, We oftentimes just don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's ahead of us. Sometimes we can see what's coming and we just have no idea how it will unfold or what it will look like or what it will even feel like. And we don't have to know any of those things to feel empowered within ourselves. In fact, it's the opposite way. Feeling empowered with yourself helps you to not know those things. It helps you to accept that you don't need to know those things to be okay. You don't need to figure it out or fix it or change it or glue it back together. You don't need to do any of that. All you need to do is just be present with yourself and learn about yourself. Learn about yourself through experiences, through self-awareness or self-inquiry, through relational experiences with others. Learn about yourself in every which way that you can. Discover yourself in new places, up against new challenges or new questions or new timelines. Discover yourself with new people, with new ways of thinking, ways of being, ways of doing. With new foods, new meals, new activities, new clothes, new style. Find yourself. Discover yourself. Learn about yourself. And save all the inquiry for what's to come for the moment when it hits you and the moments after. Because if you know yourself or you are learning about yourself, no matter what crosses your path, no matter what bumps you hit, no matter how many times your head hits the roof of the car because there were bumps you didn't see, you know who you are or you know where to find that within yourself and so no matter how many times you hit your head or how much it hurts you can sit in your seat and say I know exactly what I need to do to make myself feel better I know exactly what I need for this bump right now I know exactly how to calm myself down after that bump and when you focus on yourself you focus on the path unfolding right before you and you allow yourself the mystery of life The darkness, the discomfort, and the unknown of life. Well, that's a fantastic life experience right there. That's adventure. It's exploration. It's discovery. Learning, growing, evolving. And not once did you need to know what was coming or how to open your arms or close your arms to it to get through it. Not once did you need to know what was coming to know how to handle yourself in the moment. Because let's be honest, anything can happen. Life is crazy. Anything can happen. Anything can change. Anything can leave or show up with the drop of a dime. In a split second, things can happen or not happen. And how exhausting would it be to try to get what you need within yourself to figure all of that out when really all you need to figure out is one setting one size fits all experiences and that one size is you who you are how you are and what you need in this world to feel safe and secure within yourself that's your tool belt That is the tool that is going to give you every single thing you need for whatever pops up on your journey. It's yourself. It's your self-empowerment. And on that note, I would just like to say how important your self-empowerment is in this world, in your life, and on your journey. Your self-empowerment means that you know what your truth is, even when others don't. Because if we're being very honest here, you will always see yourself reflected in others. You will always see your own truth reflected through others. But those reflections go through them first. And they pick up their fears. They pick up their confusions, their pain, their wounds, their delusions, their denial. Sometimes it even picks up the things that they most are unable to deal with and it changes the way that they reflect you back to you. Your experience, your path and your being moves through the people that you engage with and it picks up their tone, their flavor, their projections first. And then it makes its way back out onto you. So in life, when it comes to other people, maybe the things they reflect back to us about our journey can be helpful in some ways. They are new perspectives, different perhaps, maybe even entirely on a different page of things but they are not your truth they are your truth mixed with an entirely different flavor and so that's why self-empowerment is so important not just because it's your anchor in life through all the unknowns and all the darkness and heaviness that we come up upon without any warning your self-empowerment is your anchor in yourself for life and also for your interactions. People care a lot about other people. They care about the decisions they make. They care about their journey and the way in which their journey unfolds. But don't make the mistake of caring so much that you project your own views onto another person's journey. Because that's our self-empowerment for our own journey. And our journeys are entirely different. Not only are our journeys entirely unique and different, but they're also pretty much not fully understandable by others. Your journey can be expressed to others through your energy, your words, your emotions, your art, your expressions. But nobody can know or feel your journey for you. They can know and feel maybe their own fears or discomforts that come up in themselves when they process your journey, but they cannot know everything. And you don't have to explain everything. That's why we have self empowerment. Self empowerment says, I can't even see my journey. So there's no way that you can see my journey for me. Self-empowerment says, if I can't see my journey and you can't see my journey, I just have to trust that there is somebody bigger than us, something bigger than us, who does. And I have to trust that there's an intelligence in that. And that it does not require my knowledge It doesn't require my preparation. It doesn't require anything from me except to show up and to be open in each moment to receiving my path as it unfolds and to being self-empowered enough to, to anchor in myself and to know that if I don't know my journey yet, someone else definitely doesn't know my journey because they don't even know my journey when I do know my journey. And if there's anything we can take away from this podcast, it's that, do we even really know our journey or do we just know where we are on our journey in this very moment? We do the best we can in each and every moment. We make the best choices we can. We go to the best places that we think will give us the best we can receive in that moment. We might even do the best we can in a sense of just trying to pick up and carry on. We do the best we can in each moment, and that's really all we can ask of ourselves. It's all we can ask of others, and it's the only advice that I can truly give. We do the best we can to empower ourselves on our journey, to understand our path as we walk it, and to accept the path that lies behind us We do the very best that we can to embrace what lies ahead, even though we have no knowing or understanding of what it might hold. We do our best to trust in our visions, our dreams, our desires, to trust that they'll lead us to someplace fruitful instead of someplace dry and dehydrated. We trust in our very, very best ways that as our path unfolds, we'll know what to do because you do know what to do and you always will. You are self-empowered. You are the only person like you that exists. You are the only being that feels your journey the way that you feel as it unravels. We do the best we can to empower ourselves and to know all of this. And so I say to you today, be empowered by yourself. Be empowered by your journey. Be empowered by the adventure, the discovery, the unknown, the seemingly randomness of what finds you on your path. Be empowered by the fact that you know what to do in each moment. And if you don't feel that you do, trust that you will. I really appreciate those of you who have listened this far. I appreciate anyone who maybe happened upon this episode and listened out of curiosity. I commend you for approaching the unknowns of your journey. <laughs> and I appreciate anyone in general who listens to what I have to say. It's a crazy world out there and we're all just trying to express ourselves There is always somebody out there who needs to hear what you have to say, no matter what medium you choose to say it through, whether it be art, visual, sound, words, what have you. Create, feel empowered and know that this is your journey and you decide, you decide where it takes you. So let it take you somewhere crazy. It's fun, it's a fun journey when it's crazy. Thank you so much for listening, and you can find me on social media. I am on Instagram. My handle is at rose readings. You can also find me at redrosereadings.com where I list most of my services that I offer. Lately I have been offering written readings. Um, if you are not interested in a live reading, which I do over the phone. I offer written readings where I connect to the wonderful spiritual beings and the beautiful psychic energy that surrounds you and guides you and is part of you and I help bring that energy into words to support you, guide you, love you, what have you on your life journey. I am also rolling out a new service of um, packaged sessions where you purchase multiple sessions at once that can be done over the phone or over video. Those sessions are um, created for people who are wanting to dive into some deeper levels of healing. I like to help people work through their past uh, past lives and past life energy. There is a lot of pieces of our soul that experience things in this universe and sometimes a piece of our soul experiences something with an energy or another individual in a previous lifetime as a previous person and it can affect us or confuse us in this lifetime i like to guide people through past life energies so they can understand their soul their experiences and their interactions and relationships better as well as to help with soul retrieval, which is where I help guide you back to the places in, in past lifetimes where your soul has been hurt through trauma, injury, emotional experience, etc. And I help you find those pieces and love them and bring them back with you. Kind of like inner child work, which I also help guide people through. And these healing spiritual sessions can be booked through my website. You can message me through this platform or through my Instagram at Red Rose Readings for more information. If you are on a healing journey, if you want to move through the emotions, the pain and the wounds that keep you from feeling true love and joy, from feeling true freedom within yourself and within this life, give me a call and I'll help you out. You know, everyone can do their own healing. Sometimes a little bit of reinforcement and a little bit of outside support can work wonders. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you.